Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you are watching. This is Mapa. I'm still Thassos here. Hello, everybody. Hello. How are we doing? I, I'm very good, young man. Believe it or not, it's been a bit of a topsy turvy week. There's something actually I didn't talk to you about off camera. Have you ever heard of the drink Prime? No. 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 Oh, no. right. So it's it's an energy drink that's been released end of November. And the two guys behind it are KSI and Logan Paul, two big YouTubers, yeah, okay. millions of followers. One's a rapper slash boxer. The other one is a influencer slash yeah. boxer. He's in the WWE. Anyway, they yeah. released this, this energy drink called Prime. And when it, when it came out in the UK, in Asda, people were fighting, literally fighting in the supermarket for this drink. Right. And then some people in these little convenience stores managed to get hold of them and they're selling them for like 24, 25 quid a bottle when they retail for like three pounds. Right. Then this other supermarket called Audi released it again, more fights. It, it made social media, newspapers, everything. What is the fuss about this drink? Whatever. Anyway. So I, I went to Asda yesterday and just out of curiosity, I asked a member of staff, you know, I was doing my shopping. So I said, What's happening with this drink prime? She rolled her eyes and she goes, we've had to sell it in the kiosk where they sell cigarettes. They don't store it on the shelves. So can you imagine this drink is so popular? I mean, it might as well contain a health warning because the amount of sugar that's in it. But for fuck's sake, this, this is the state of the UK. It's the state of the UK. This is, this is where we're at now. It's unbelievable. Cost of living crisis, yeah. Cost of living crisis. Man, I've got to get my it, prime. It's mad. It's mad. I I saw over Christmas these people on TikTok putting up videos of their kids opening their Christmas presents. You know, when when we were younger, we'd be happy with toys, games. My kids are going crazy because their parents gave them a bottle of prime for Christmas. It's like Willy Wonka's ticket. You know, the golden ticket. It's like that. I'm just... you, you had me up until then, but I know you're taking the piss. No, no, no. I, I will show you the TikToks. I'll show you them later. There are kids going crazy on Christmas Day because their parents have bought them one bottle of Prime. One bottle. It's mad. Th there's these shops in up London called the American Candy Stores. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They specialize in selling uh, sweets from the United States, even though they're massive money laundering uh, operations because these companies have uh, one name registered on the company's house and they don't declare any. Anyway, these same companies somehow managed to get cases and cases of these drinks and they charge 30, 40 quid a bottle. I checked on uh, Am uh, Amazon Prime last night. One person was selling four bottles for 73 quid. Unfucking real, but but nothing, nothing can compare with what happens in the Brazilian, especially what's happened this week. Nice, nice segue. This segue, segue, all for all your segue needs. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. That's what I'm good at. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yes, but you're right. Absolute not job of a few days. Just, just. <laughs> Yes, that noise as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. For for all those. Yeah. For for all those listening. Yeah. Uh, 
Hurricanes. Yes, that's, hurricanes. That's, that's, yes, we're, not, that's, that's, we're, yeah. we're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. All right. Well, let's start yeah. off with the first game being Ayel's 2-1 victory over Agrid Ars. And uh, Agrid Ars felt like that they were shafted in the Agrid Ars at full time. Um, goals scored by... Let me just get it. I've got it. I've got it. I promise. I promise. Teixeira. Clemente got it for Agrida, but Jalma scored a penalty in the 94th minute. Faso, your yep. thoughts on the game, please. Yeah, as uh, I didn't did turn up for the first half hour, it was all like, it was all Agrida, wasn't it? I mean, you can see, the various people watching on the highlights can see it's just <laughs> attack after attack after attack, and it's all it's all Agridas. Uh, the from from watching the game, it looked like the central midfield that Ayl had could not deal just with the 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 pace and the trickery that they had that Ayl had in the midfield. Um, obviously, you know, the Ayl then decided to show up after the thirty minutes, and uh, we did with that their second or third chance in the game, fairly fairly standard. Um, Fairly standard fare for a free kick. And Teixeira gets the gets the header in. Fairly, fairly straightforward goal. Um, I mean, diff, you know, you can blame defenders. You can for ball watching. You can uh, it's just it's just fairly fairly standard goal from a, from a free kick. Um, you know, goal from a free kick. Goal from a penalty. Winning two one. Barely barely scraping through. We were, we were talking about dice ball for the last. Two weeks. Looks like, looks like they're really going for it with it, aren't they? They're not. They're not. No, they're, um, not. They're, they're not. I don't think they're performing to the capabilities that they can do. At least, uh, you know, kind of up front. Uh, this is the Clemente goal. It's, 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 he takes it really well. A really good finish. And I've made. made uh, you know, no, no, not many goalkeepers would be able to reach that, especially kind of with all the bodies in between where the shots coming from, and uh, and the goalkeeper's view. But yeah, um, it's it, it was really deserved from Agridas. They worked really hard to get um, uh, to, to to get into well to first of all to be ahead in the game, and then they went behind, and then to get the equaliser. You'd say Vasco Lopez should be finishing it off in the first place, but you know, in in the end, they kind of got they got the goal and really good finish. It um, was, but it go, it goes back to what I say about the ball watching. The guy yeah. should not have been able to receive the ball, move it onto his left foot, and hit get his shot away. It, it's it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. There, there's four defenders there that that, yeah. that are surrounding him, and there's nobody really kind of getting into him to do anything, but. As it, it it is what it is, you know, defending <laughs> defending in Cyprus, what you're gonna do. Uh, yeah. and then you'll see as well. I don't know, I don't know if it got picked up on the highlights there, but there's Agridas fans celebrating that goal. There's really? Like, I did not notice. Yeah, yeah, there's like there's like 12 people up in one of the stands, and you see them go like proper like <laughs> screaming <laughs> and yelling it with, with the ball going in. But yeah, um, you know, uh, Muriel kept Dial in the game as well with a, with a few really good saves. Um, you no, know, I showed up back into the game. You know, in the eighty something minute, 
got got two or three got two or three highlights away, and uh, I'm just waiting for this penalty decision to come up, just so I can just so I can scream and yell about it. But well, the um, thing is, they had enough chances to win the game before the the yeah. penalty. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Did, some, did. some of Agreda's defending was last ditch, but the finishing uh, left a lot to be desired. In fact, Agreda could have actually won it themselves. In all fairness, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it was one of those games, but the penalty was a little bit dubious, shall we say? Is that uh, is that a fair um, analysis of that? Because for me, yeah. there've been times yeah, where I've is. not seen those given, but at the same time, yeah. it was late. It was uh, dangerous and it was clumsy. Yeah, no, I, I agree with all of that. You know, you you probably say that that's that's probably a penalty. You know, you you can see that there's no there's not really any malice in it. There's not, um, and it's just like a split second thing. Uh, it looks like uh, both the players kind of gone in at the same time. So you know, you could. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's arguments for both sides. Um, mm. So I can see why it was given, uh, and that's, that's fair enough. But I mean, kind of, uh, I'm coming in from the defender's side. If you can't, you're not going to contest any balls, and you can see why players are standing off when, <laughs> when mm. there's, when there's somebody coming into the box, people are laying off it because you know at any. Any kind of uh, contact at all seems to lead to a penalty. Yeah. Saying that, now we say that any contact would lead to a penalty, but we're going to come. We're going to come up now in like the ninety-fifth minute, which is the next one, where Agridas, I think, have got a solid shout for a penalty as well. So if this one was a penalty, then Agridas's one should have been a penalty as well. Yeah. Yeah. See this. Hmm. It, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? No, no, I, I think it was. I think, in fact, yeah. it was practically the same sort of situation. The ball's gone. It's a late challenge. Fair enough. I think the player made a meal out of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if he doesn't go down, then how can, how can you debate it? Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, it's just, um, look, I, I think there's been a couple of penalties that have been given this weekend, which were dubious. Um well, I, I, should I be surprised that this penalty wasn't given? But the fact is, didn't Agrida come out with a statement as well? Well, yeah, because to... it, it's it's not the first time that that's happened to him. Like it, it happened, I think, against Abuel with with the where the player jumps up with really dire to, for a header, and the ball doesn't like doesn't even touch his arm, and uh, they it's gone to VAR and they've given the penalty. And I think last, what, what was it last week as well? There was a similar situation as that. And again, Agridaza again conceded a penalty. I, uh, I can't remember if if it was one uh, if, a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's just it's just decision after decision decisions that are mounting up against Agridas. So after a while, they've kind of uh, yeah they went on Instagram uh, and and just wrote like five paragraphs or. Um, yeah, basically that they're not happy uh, and they knew kind of like obviously the, the stature of the team they were going to have difficulties but they weren't expecting the difficulties to be with the refereeing decisions but rather with the skill gap which is fine um, but uh, they've got they've got they've come up to the point now where they've got seen all these decisions go against them that maybe shouldn't have gone against them 
even when it's gone to VAR, in theory, VAR is supposed to look at these decisions and go, no, not really. But um, to the point where they're like, they've actually said that uh, they don't that, like they don't want Cypriot referees anymore. That's it. No more Cypriot, Cypriot referees, please. Um, but yeah. Well, the question the question I have to ask about this is. Okay, you don't want separate referees. Let's say you get a Portuguese referee, for example. What's to say that the person in the VAR truck isn't going to be separate? Do you know what I mean? So you can blame the referee on the field because they're the ones that make the decisions. But effectively, when there's something that's happened that they haven't seen or that needs to be corrected, that's when they're given a buzz in their ear to say, right, you need to check this out because we think there's a penalty. Now... Would there have been any difference if it was a foreign referee in charge of that game? Because let's get it right. It was a super referee that went to VAR for both decisions. Yeah, yeah. In yeah, fact, yeah. did the second one even go to VAR? Did did I could this one even go no, to no, VAR? Uh, no, they, no, they, they didn't they didn't even check it. They didn't even check right. it. The referee just said uh no play on. Right. Uh and I think that was it. Um, there you go. There was there was something that came that came from it as well that I saw last night. Now that we're talking about it, um, yeah. So, oh no, is it a different referee, a different, a different referee, different match. So I'll bring it up later. Oh. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a problem that seems to not be going away. Um, it's an interesting one. Another interesting one. Akosonodi still hasn't played for Agrida. There we go. Yeah, the, the clock ticks over to 22 games now. Yeah. And it doesn't look like he's going to get the, the goalkeeper shirt because Bendreo is actually captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's captain wow. and he's not doing a bad job either. He's, he's No. He, especially against Dial. He, did, he, he, he produced some pretty good saves against Dial. So, Absolutely. Yeah, poor, poor old Akos is not is not going to go the way of uh, the Jalai Salai peoples, is he? It's not happening for him. Maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> but yeah. Well, maybe next year should be what Omonia fans uh, will be saying to themselves because we got an absolute tonking 4-1 at... Anorthosi uh, went a goal ahead through Loizo, but a hat-trick from Raz and Antonin made it 4-1 on Anorthosi's 112th birthday. Faso, over to you, my friend. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I mean, kind of, if you if you kind of watch from the beginning, you see Omania kind of pepper the Anorthosi's goal with shots. And uh, Loria doing the minimum that he's supposed to do but so many times this season he hasn't done that so kind of are we seeing him like kind of turn a corner now um uh yeah for for the ammonia goal it, again it's a defensive it's a defensive uh mistake kind of lets him down uh you see you, you see uh you see this happen one too many times not not just it happens one too many times in this match itself, 
but it also happens a lot because there seems to be teams that want to be playing that seem to want to play it from the back but don't necessarily have the skill level for their defenders to do that exactly uh, and nobody seems to learn that lesson it's like all all the coaches seem to want to keep trying to do that um it's it, it is what it is here so here you go like what who 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 was that pass to anyway he went to ansari fad ansari fad does a lot of hard work but he's just got a still a difficult finish to control with you got kind of uh, a few and off you play surrounding him well, he's got it's a five yard head start finish. on everyone <laughs> he's yeah. got a five yard head start it goes back to the, the ball watching yeah. um the but pressing was dead. very good the passing was yeah. terrible and Loiza is standing on the well close to the penalty spot he's five yards away the, in fact the the center back that's supposed to be marking him runs backwards thinking he's going to get on the line yeah. <laughs> he's just baffling it really yeah, is. yeah. I, I, you'll see you'll see this goal happens like three or four times uh this this match day, but there you go. There you go. There's again. Loria had to save, had to save one of his defenders from a crap back pass, and then yeah. you've got, then you've got obviously the same thing happening on this end, just a bit further away from the goal. So you know, players still had a lot of work to do to get to where they needed to go. But I mean, control the ball first. You can see that there's a that there's a press situation happening. Yeah, you yeah, don't. Mate, the the, the, the unorthodox equaliser was worse than the goal that they conceded because Omonia had a free kick. It was a free kick. It wasn't, you know, oh, they right. were building from that. They had a free kick, which Kasama played to Gusul, Gusula, and Adam Lang, who's the centre back, is making an overlap. Which, when Omonia lose the ball, there's no centre back there. And yeah. Mraz has an easy finish. The, the second goal, which we've just seen, again, more defensive. Frailties. Yeah. You've got the man on the near post who doesn't run out quick enough, playing him on side. He, he can't even head. He looks like he's like Kevin Hart at the height of him, anyway. And Mraz has but got yeah, an easy finish. It, it's not just, I think they, they checked that for offside. They didn't check it. They checked it for offside as well, didn't they? And then there's no need. Yeah. yeah well, no need but there you go. Well. I mean, they, you just saw it on the instant replay there. There's one person keeping him on side again. Yeah. Yeah. At least it's not Lesiak this time, but no, uh, yeah, no. You know. No, but the same thing happened for the third goal with Lang playing the, the striker on side. Yeah, it, it was it was just a calamity. And the thing is, when you see a team play that bad, okay, you know the writing is on the wall for the head coach. And the moment that full time whistle blew, I knew that it was only a matter of time before before. Um, put your goddamn arm down. Yeah, God's sake, um, put your goddamn arm down. No way that will offside. But you know, I don't want to talk too much about Amoni here. I think we need to give Unlock to see their, their props because yeah. I think they were very physical. They moved the ball very well. And credit to them for finding this Mraz player. I'd never heard of him before he joined them. Mm. But he, he had a great chance last week against Doxa. And if it weren't for a last-ditch challenge, he'd have scored the winner. Um, but clearly, he's got the quality. And the, the type of goals that he scored, we're talking about predators here. We're not talking about... You know, goal, strikers that make goals for themselves, like this one, Antonin's one, where he's flicked it over the, the defender and he's mm. got the rebound. So they've got two strikers, one that can create goals for themselves and one that is is fully capable of, of sticking the ball in the back of the net with half a chance. It's it's, mm. it's looking very, very good for Rossi at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they did that. They invested in their strike force. Yep. It's... <laughs> 
I'm not going to. I'm going to stop throwing people under the bus. They invested in their strike force, and obviously, it's going to start paying dividends once uh, once they get used to each other as well. So obviously, they seem to be working very well with each other right now. You see somebody like Miles, obviously, who's got who's got the movement in, in the ball. I mean, the I think it was the second or the third Miles goal. Where you had you had that cutback again, so there's the cutback, yeah. the same thing that I'm sorry if I did. And often see a player does that. All right, the, there's a miss kick, and that ends up with Mraz, and Mraz is able to poke it in. But um, you know, it's that uh, they need they need somebody like you said they need they need that that poacher, and they also need that someone who can create something from nothing, which is what Antonin did. Yeah. Regardless of if you think he did that. Um, that bit of skill or purpose or not. Oh, he meant it. He, he, meant had, it. he had the tenacity. He had the tenacity to follow it through and kind of ram that, uh, you know, ram the ball home, even if it didn't want to go in. So, yeah, yeah but all three of those goals, you can, you, you could tell the defence just, the, the Ammonia defence just packed it in. Like, yeah. uh, you know, writing on the wall, everything, all, all that business. Uh, they, they kind of just, especially for that third goal, they just they just let Antonin do his own thing, and then Fabiano yeah. was the only one who was trying. <laughs> it was so. It, so it wasn't a great performance, was it? <laughs> no, I, and the thing, the frustrating thing about it is when it, it's forty four minutes and you're a goal up, you know your team talk is is set, but then you can see the goal right on half time, and it completely changes the not only the team talk, but the, the team dynamic. But again, I don't want to talk too much about the performance itself, but, you know, Ferreira went, they let him go on Monday. Um, the rumours of his sacking were out on Saturday. The guy was in Athens on a, on a mini break, and then all the papers were saying that he's going to be sacked within 48 hours. Lo and behold, they were right. Uh, an hour later, Sofroni is installed as head coach, we're going to go into the Gardner-Odessa game later on, but in terms of the appointment, I know I did a pod on No Choftes about the, the news and everything, but what are your thoughts on, on this appointment? On, uh, on, uh, on Sofroni, yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Uh, it looks like it's a stopgap. I think it's something that you mentioned previously as well. Is they're talking about bringing in a, a technical director, whether that's at the end of the season or they're looking at something, bringing somebody in in the meantime, uh, um, getting them up to scratch, and then obviously they can then make whatever decisions they need to make in the summer. Hopefully, do it quickly so that way you don't end up with the uh, with the absolute mess of a season they're having at the moment. But um, if that's the case, and it looks like that's the case, then uh, Sofron is only going to be there till May, isn't he? So, uh, and and that seems to reflect in the contract they've given him as well. I think it's only short term until the end of the season, isn't it? Mate, your guess, guess is as good as mine because I haven't even read the statement. I, I, I don't, I mean, I did read the original statement and it didn't yeah. mention anything about a, a contract. They just said, well, he's here and this is what he's done before. Yeah. He, he, he took the training session yesterday for the Iris game, which is on Friday. But in terms of his longevity at the club, anyone's guess, it's anyone's guess right now, because as I keep saying, the club, this is the fourth head coach in a matter of 12 months. So 
I think gone is the idea that there's going to be a manager here long term. Yeah. That that idea is gone. And I think it's a shame because while a lot of clubs in Cyprus are practically doing the same thing, you know, if a manager comes in, he does well for the first few months, they keep him. And then after a string of bad results, they don't give him the opportunity to to change things around. Mm -hmm. As we've seen with a number of coaches have come and gone this season. In fact, the only one that I can really say, well, Apart from Milovic, uh, Abuel, I think Oltra is the only one that's genuinely safe. And that's probably Bursa, because of that. Bursa, 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 yeah. Bursa, yeah. Bursa, because he's he's working wonders, which we're going to go into again in just a bit. So, yeah. I don't know. The, the whole thing stinks for me. Again, I've got no problem with, with uh, Sofroni taking the job. I've got nothing against the guy. But again, it goes down to the higher-ups. And I don't want to talk about that because, again, yeah. that's, that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. is but, all about. But, but, but yeah, it's... Uh... The thing is, if you look at if you look at uh, Ferrara's record as well, it's not. I mean, he posted about it on social media uh, earlier on today, yeah. uh, where he was like, "Yeah, I got twenty five points out of thirty three, and I was a god." And then, you know, you only get one in nine, and all of a sudden you're out the door, yeah. which is right. Is right to a certain degree. You know, he, he wasn't really given the chance to correct what what had gone on, but it was in an uphill battle because he was appointed and you know half the fan base was going who the fuck is this guy yeah uh you know the other half were said give him a chance and those halves didn't change opinion all the way through his tenure no, i think that's uh, uh, and and you know so, so sometimes the negative crowd they they're louder yeah, <laughs> you know, but the thing is, mate. If if you, if you look at the Cypriot league, right? I know this is a case for most leagues. As far as I'm concerned, reputation and what's on the CV doesn't matter. We've mm-hmm. seen coaches like Neil Lennon, who's won a lot of trophies in his career at a higher level. Mick McCarthy, who's won things at okay, I won't say won things, but he's done well at a high level. He's managed a national team, the Republic of Ireland. We've seen various like Cisco Munoz, who was a very highly reputable head coach. And none of these coaches could really withstand the pressure of Cyprus. And it's almost as if if you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you bring in a a head coach with no CV or no credentials or little credentials, immediately he's he's shit. If you bring in a head coach that has got all of these credentials, yeah, he he might do well in the short term. But the moment things go bad, they don't say to him, okay, we're going to back you and and allow you to turn things around. It's like, gone. You're gone. And it's, it's, it's bizarre. It really is bizarre. Because I could imagine if it was like, I don't know, a Premier League team that are fighting relegation and they change head coaches because they're worried about the, the money coming in from the TV money, all, all that kind of stuff. But this is the Bradathlima. So mm. I, I don't, I, look, I don't get it. I know fans are demanding. I know fans are impatient. But the, the, the culture and the mentality has to change because you're going to get five, six, seven coaches a year at this rate. But anyway... I digress. Shall we move on to the next game? Well, well, I mean, before we move on to the next game, there was uh, we need to talk about the delay that happened because to the game before it even started. So the game was delayed for 20-odd minutes prior to the start because the ultras for Anorthosi, they decided to celebrate the 112 years. You know, that well-known landmark 112th anniversary. You know, the, 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 the... the year of the jumper. I don't know. I don't know what year 112 is anniversary. What, what you're supposed to get people. Uh, but yeah, 
Um, they fired off loads of flares and smoke, smoke bombs and all kinds of... And, and while, uh, while they were doing that, there was an errant one that flew towards the players and blasted off into the, into the away end as well. I think uh, there's, a, there's a video in the notes. I posted, I posted a video in the notes that's got uh, somebody, somebody on Twitter posted a video of the, uh, the thing that kind of uh, got the match delayed. And you see, yeah. it's like a, a smoke bomb that comes out of the, the, the where the where the Anfossi Ultras uh, are, and then you see it just fly pa- past the player's head, and then it just goes, <laughs> and then it ends up in the ends up in the ammonia stand somewhere. So yeah. looks like looks like there might not you know uh, either a fine's coming, which which I'll be able to talk about next week. <laughs> or uh, you know, oh, oh look, no more Anfossi fans for a game again. You know, um, uh, this is Cyprus. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the yeah. explanation for everything. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Cyprus. Yes, Cyprus. yes, yeah. Yes. Mm. Right over to the next game, and perhaps one of the shocks of the season: Salamina going to Buffalo beating them by two goals to one. Goals from Doragaray from the spot and Miguelito winning it. Tankovic levelled up for Bafo. Uh, on Bruno's debut, Nathaso, we kept saying when Bafo go a goal up, they usually win the game. When they go a goal down, though, we've never seen them win. In fact, I can't remember the last time they went a goal down and lost the game. So this is the first time, but they don't win games when they go a goal down. Mm, and yep. yes, this was a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, exactly. I mean, you know, concede a penalty in the sixth minute, it's going to be an uphill battle all the way, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh, and that's that's what ended up being the case. Dorega, I can't stop scoring <laughs> since 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 you had a since you had a word about him, he, he can't stop scoring. All right, two two of them have been penalties, but he's he's, he's having a good time of it at the moment, isn't he? I was more yes. impressed with his boxing skills at the corner flag, but what impressed oh, yeah, me yeah, even more? Yeah. What impressed me even more for anyone that wants to rewind and look at the goal celebration from the fans. There's someone with a massive pink umbrella in the stands. Incredible. Must have got it from Jumbo. <laughs> this this podcast is not sponsored by Jumbo. No, um, if yeah. you want to, though, we're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, we'll I'm take your for, money. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm all, I'm all for Jumbo money. Uh, but yeah, Hestad uh, proving himself to be a pain in the ass for any defence again. He hit the bar there, very very good shot, and he was unlucky to not uh, not get uh, not get the goal. Couple of couple of great passes to to set other players up, you know, miss kicks from other players and stuff like that. Gyro had a very quiet game, don't you think? He he was he was a pe- you know he 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 was full of endeavour and running around, but he didn't really have that much. He didn't have that that many chances to do anything. Kind of just no, anything no, really. I, 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 he, he, was, he was a bit quiet, I think, for for what for what he's done the rest of the season. He was, but I think we yeah. need to give Salamina's defense credit there. Um, yeah. Dakovic, Niko Dakovic, did very very well to to yeah. out muscle him because I think that's the thing with Zairo. You, you either have to be quicker than him or stronger than him, and Dakovic yeah. was was definitely stronger than him. 
Um, so I think maybe that's one way to, to deal with him, just rough him up. In fact, I know many coaches who just don't like Zyro because he's a pain in the ass. He's physical. He likes to get stuck in. He's not just this speed merchant. And uh, he does like to bulldoze his way through. But, you know, the defenders weren't having it. And yeah. uh, I think they defended very well. So Busabu is uh, is uh, in full effect. But here's the winner from yeah. Miguelito, my friend. Yeah. And what I, I must say, look how slow this ball rolls. <laughs> just, just how oh, complicated. Salamina played to the weather as well. Yeah. Baffle was trying to, you know, play this high tempo game that they like to play when. Uh, once once they receive the ball from the from the counter attack, but the it's it's a slow pitch. Mm. It's a slow pitch just because of all the rain that was going on, and the baffle players didn't didn't you know use the conditions. They were trying to fight against the conditions. Whereas you yeah. see Salamina, like for for the goal, for instance, uh, again uh, they're you know fairly fairly fairly. The the player the player who's assisting does all the hard work, plays it back towards the goal, fairly fairly straightforward pass, but all the defense is already kind of shipping towards the goal. So yeah. Miguelito comes running in, uh, and the baffle defenders are all stuck up, stuck on the goal line. So you know all you need to do is just blast it hard into the goal, and uh, and it's a goal. Well, it's, what? If, if I was Berg, I'd be doing my head in because the two central midfielders, Name and Gane, none of them tracked him. I mean, if you watch the goal yeah. again, I think it was, uh, was it Gane that was out of the screen? Yeah. You know, when the ball hit the back of the net, that's when you see him on the edge of the box and, and Name was like nowhere to be found. So I, yeah. it's just, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a, a great performance overall from Buffalo. But again, it goes back to what we said about them. You know, going forward, they're great. But when they come across teams that are very, very... Uh, compact. I mean, look at this this uh, moment where it's hit over, hit over the bar. I mean, how many Salamina players are there in, in the box? What, eight, nine? It's just, yeah. you know, bodies in front of the ball. They were very compact. They were very physical. And they weren't going to be bullied. They were dealing with balls in the box. It was, it was a great defensive display as far as I'm concerned. And they, they deserve that win. Yeah, no, no, they deserved it. I mean, Bafour obviously had more chances. But, yep. you know... The drive of these players to make sure that they, uh, you know, they got all three points is fantastic. They, they, you know, proper, proper old school like defending, proper old school attacking. You know, which which you needed because the weather was absolutely shocking during that game. Yeah, it needed to be old school because if you tried if you tried any fancy shit, it was just gonna you were just gonna end up skying it or bobbing it, but you know, bobbling all over the place. It just made sense to just go back to just go back to old school. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's six. That's six draws for Buffalo this season. Uh, two draws in their last five games, and if they don't win the title, I'm guessing they will point to those draws rather than the defeats more than anything. It's three defeats, and okay, the, the loss against Upwell, you can say right that, that it was terrible defending for for both the goals. Again, both of the goals that they conceded, in fact, the, the second goal was, was tragic defending. But I still believe it's the draws that are going to affect them more than anything come the end of the season because there have been games that they should have been putting away and they haven't done it. So mm. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to say about Buffalo and their title ambitions anymore. It seems at one minute I'm thinking that they can mount a, a title charge. 
but then they get results like this and performances defensively like this, especially getting hit on the counter-attack. They, they shouldn't have been hit on the counter-attack, not with the, the pace that they have. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, you're, you're, you're completely right. It's, it's just, I, we spoke about this, I think, in, in December. Uh, they, they went on a run of like three games without, without winning. Uh, and we spoke about, you know, we, we, we said, you said a couple of times it was just one of those days. Those are those days that are going to uh, do you in. Like if we say this is what this was one of those days as well. If you keep having one of those days, you're having one of those seasons. You know, it's. Um, you're right, but the thing is, when you look at the teams above them, Ayak and Abuel, right now, they're, they're okay. Fair enough. I know Abuel lost last week against uh, Ayak, but they win more than they lose. That's why yeah. there's second place at the moment. That's why they're still in the hunt for the title. And when you look above you after having a loss like that and you see the teams are still winning, still winning, still winning, it's soul-destroying. I'm not saying that Buffalo are, are throwing it in, no stretch of the imagination, because obviously we still got the playoffs. Teams play each other twice. There's going to be, what, um, uh, 30 points to play for, for? No, 30 points to play for in the playoffs? Right. Uh, 10 games, yeah, 10 games, so yeah. Yeah, so th there's still plenty of time. That being said, when you're eight points off top, with three or four games left in in the in the normal season, you know, if you if you end up eight or nine points behind going into the playoffs, it makes things even even more difficult. So you know, the, the next four games are imperative, imperative, and they got IL today. I mean, this is it's Wednesday now, isn't it? So. Yeah. When people are watching this, the game might have kicked off. I don't know. But they've got Ayel, who aren't going to be an easy team, especially if they defend the way that they have done in previous weeks. If, if Buffer can't break down Salamina, then, you know, Ayel are no mugs defensively. You're talking about one of the best teams defensively in the league. Yeah. So, now I say this, they'll probably win 5-0. <laughs> right. Well, they've got to get past... So, once they get past the defence, they also have to get past Muriel as well. Yes. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh... <laughs> okay. Well, on to the next game, and we're going to discuss Abuel's 3-1 victory over Abolon. They came back from a goal behind, uh, Bitar giving Abolon the lead, but three second-half goals, one from Kvilitaya, one from Indongala, big game player here, and Ben, his first goal for the club, which was an absolute screamer. But, uh, Thasso, this game, little bit, little bit of controversy, because Bitar had a goal disallowed later, Mm. And um, I'm going to let that go over to you because I'm probably going to get absolutely pounded by other world fans if I give my opinion on this. Yeah. So no, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a pussy this time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sparing my life for yours. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. I can be. Uh, I'll be. I'll, I'll be the. I'll be the one that gets the kick in. So yeah, <laughs> Abuel needed to recover after the defeat against Ayek, and it started so badly again. Like literally two minutes, two minutes, uh, and they concede the goal again. Absolutely defense, absolute defensive shambles. Uh, Bitta scores. So this is so th this is the um, uh, this is the disallowed Second, goal. Yeah. So yeah, um, I don't think that's offside. Okay, uh, I, it, it, I, it's a bit weird where they've drawn the line on Bitta, if you ask me. Um, but what are you gonna do? I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think Bitta's offside. But um, yeah, 
Ben, oh God, that miss from Ben as well. Uh, kind of, uh, yeah, it's a great pass, great pass. Dongala showed up at this game. Fantastic pass. Ben's free. He should be scoring there, and he and he messed it up. Mm. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what, Milo- Milojevic played the blinder because I think he made the double substitution on the half-hour mark because yeah. he, he saw things weren't going well. And yeah. he just threw on a couple of players. And he said, fuck it, let's go for it. And I'll tell you what, second half, there was a, a, a big mistake from Ahtimada to concede the penalty. I don't know what he was doing booting Makeda. How he was even appealing yeah. and saying I didn't touch him was absolutely ludicrous as far <laughs> as I'm concerned. He, he's booted the guy. You know, he's damn near taking his kneecap off. <laughs> How can you complain? But Kvili Dyer scores. And then from then yeah. on, you know there's only going to be one winner. And I'll tell you what, man, yeah. before we talk about Kvili Dyer, because I know you want to talk about this, lad. And Dongala's goal, right? Yeah. This is a player who is so underrated, right? Because forget the pace that he's got. I think getting into the right areas at the last minute, blindsiding defenders, he's one of the best in the league, right? If not the best at mm-hmm. the moment. And his goal came from a counter-attack. Um, and I'll tell you what, McKayden needs to get credit for, for the layoff. But again, Ndongala's run, because he covers about 10, 15 yards in the space of four or five seconds. Yeah. And the finish, you know, I, you, you can't um, you can't dispute that goal, man. It's a very good goal. No, 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 no. It's it's a, it's a really good goal. Is um, yeah, he, he has been a bit quiet as well for for the for kind of the, the intelligence and skill and the speed he has. He has been a bit quiet this season, um, maybe because Milojevic didn't prefer him. He prefers to play. He preferred to play other players. But uh, yeah, no, he's, he's really he's, he's really come up trumps now. Uh, these like especially these last two or three games. Um, it came from so, that mistake in the middle of the part, though. Those two central yeah. midfielders, I don't know what they were doing. But yeah, again, again, the cutback. It's another cutback. Uh, you know, uh, Mekhe has done very well to lay it off. Dongala has done very well to come and meet it. But there's no, you you see the uh, Bolon defenders as well. They they're just static with the cutback. But look at where Ndongale is now. I mean, yeah. look, Makeda's played a blinder there because he knows that if that goes, that cutback didn't have to be precise in terms of the the, the weight on the ball. But he yeah. knew, put it in the right area and this guy's going to be there. It's, yeah. This is just experience. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. <laughs> you do not save those. You You don't save those. Ben you don't like <laughs> you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you do not save those, my friend. Fantastic. From be- the view from behind is even better, though. If you yeah, view from behind the player, now. look at this. Look. Uh, people, ben did like listening. Ben, mate. Ben did like Ben. <laughs> people listening to that need to just pause. Pause for a second. Go look it up on YouTube. It's the only time a video is acceptable to open, watch the goal, and then for that sex noise to happen. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that one. <laughs> That's the only uh. time is acceptable when you see a goal like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Gary Neville. No, it was Gary Neville noise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if anybody noticed as well when you watch the highlights. You see Warda pop up every so often. Um, not sure what he's thinking with his with his hair. Just, uh, just 
just waiting for him to just go, just give me the lie, I'll pass the draw. You know, Sean Paul from the tw- from 2005. And me come to Cyprus to play the football. He's a big man. Big man thing. Things things you see when you need to pay attention, man. Buffalo soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here by the smoking a spliff. <laughs> you might have been the way that he played for fuck's sake, honestly. Yeah, he was he was really quiet, wasn't he? He, he like didn't didn't show up at all to the game. No one really mentions how red his eyes can be at times. <laughs> now you know why, allegedly. Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, we are we are not a news podcast. Just no. This isn't a football podcast. It's a podcast about football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. No cease and desist, please. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think they give a shit. Let's get it right. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, go to more. Go back to more serious things. So yeah, uh, I'll just talk about a couple of players during that game. Kvitadaya got a goal. All right, it was a penalty, but he got a goal. So now he's on three. So he's is. He's moving on up with stuff. He went off injured with a low back. Yeah, problem, he, I think. but now he's got an injury. I think, I think he needs. He just needs a break, just to wipe the slate clean. So it, I think he just needs to use this this break that he's got to kind of get himself right again. Because he's he's there. He's obviously he's got the skill. He's got the work rate. He's got everything there, and we know he's good at finishing. It's just that for some reason, it's just not been happening. It's just, and, and it really, it's not like he hasn't had the chances. He's had lots and lots and plenty, plenty of chances, you know. Um, but and the so we talked about him not getting a lot of stick, but in the cup game, he went all gets by a Newcastle goal celebration when he scored in the cup. And that was because he was getting a lot, a lot, a lot of hate from the fans, at least during that game. That's why he kind of went all gets by and taking his shirt off and tried to kick, you know, tried to kick off and stuff like that. So there's something there. He needs he needs a break. He needs the break, kind of mentally, mentally to kind of get in the right space. I think before he comes back, and then hopefully once he comes back for him and and the club. He gets his shooting boots back on because they, they both need business it. end of the season, mate. Business yeah. end of the season, they're going to need him. They're, gonna, they're yeah. definitely going to need him. Uh, but... On the other side, on our ball on side, Peter's yes. not going to be our ball on for long, is he? No, he's not. But I thought there was something else you're going to talk about with uh, regards to the uh, the gates one ultras getting involved. Oh in, yeah, uh, oh yeah. I was going to yeah. get to that, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So so yeah, Bita Bitas is. Uh, I think if the financial problems and they don't get into Europe and things like that, if that doesn't happen, Bitas is going to. Uh, if it's not if it's not to a team in Gibraltar that's going to do be- better than Abolon this season, then somebody in Europe is going to pick him up, especially if he keeps the current form he's on. Uh, anyway, so uh, Abolon fans have demanded that Magridis gets sacked. Note that he leaves of his own volition 
basically, after the game, they came out with a letter uh, delivering an ultimatum to Makaridis to resign within 24 hours or face consequences. Now, I'm not sure what kind of consequences, they, what kind of consequences would they be going for? Would they be going to his house? Would they be, would they be like, like what? This is something I don't want to speculate about. Yeah. Okay? Uh, I, I don't yeah, want to say anything. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. I have a rough face, idea. I have a rough face, idea. Face consequences. Uh, he hasn't left. It's been more than 24 hours. He's still there. So. Maybe um, they're going to do what they did when we were at school, make him do lines, not like lines up the nose, but I mean like. I will be a better manager. I will be a better, like 500 times, I will be a better manager. Like in The Simpsons, where Bart was writing on the blackboard and... Yeah, but maybe, it's like it, it's like what you were saying with Ferrara. It's not his fault the club's in a shit place. It's not his fault. What Magredis has been asked to do is uh, clear up a crime scene. You know where they yeah. wear... The, the, the full suit and they get the bucket and the sponge and clear it. Like, like in Breaking Bad where they clean, cleaned up the body. Yeah. Like that, that's, yeah. that's, what it, that's what it is. So... Yeah. You just need yeah, to be but, careful that obviously the acid doesn't leave the bath and then you get end up with a hole in the floor. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> but the, another statement came out from the from the archers saying that they spoke to the club and the club told them that you know, Magrid is safe but they're going to bring in a technical director and they made all these other commitments... Um, the, the fans ain't happy about it, but they're willing to be a little bit patient. But if it doesn't turn around, then there's going to be problems. So, look, I, I can understand their frustrations. I think a lot of fans feel let down by the ownership. And, you know, it's it's normal to, to win the league and, and expect your club to kick on and at least be in with a shout for the title. At this rate, they're doing what Amonia did last season and could end up in, in Group B. And there's no cup to play for either. So mm -hmm. it's it's a sticky one for the club. Eh? There's a lot yeah. of pressure, man. There's a lot of pressure. Yep, yep, yep. But yep. we almost had I mean, a, another battle of VAR, VAR division, didn't we? Apparently you wanted to speak to the... Uh, yeah, so yeah, there was... Uh, so this is anecdotal evidence. I don't know I don't know how true this is, but apparently the Avalon fans showed up to a training session demanding improved performances from the players. And... Uh, Warda, obviously, you know, we've seen him in videos before. He goes up to the fans and he's like, Is he then he says, But yeah, so I'm guessing he was probably going to try and kick off like that again. Uh, but kind of the, the guy at the front of the group that went to go uh, confront the players basically went up to Warda and went, Is he not a Milas? Straight off. <laughs> And then, and no, then, they no, 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 <laughs> you cannot speak, young man. You haven't been here long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you I ain't speak, one of us yet, bruv. <laughs> if I speak, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and I don't want to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Let's move on to our, our next game, mate, because it, there's there's more shenanigans with this one, but not, not on the field, it's more off the field, isn't it? It's um. Garmio Odisar losing 3-1 to Ayek at the Tirio. Uh, goals from Englezu Nikolic on his debut and Perebons for Ayek Duris equalising for Garmio Odisar. 
Now, again, it's like Groundhog Day, and I say this all the time when it comes to Ajax games. Goals scored from wide areas, overloading the box, popping in there. You'd have thought someone would have done their homework, stick three centre-backs in there, tall guys, deal with the headers, little things here and there. Maybe don't even let the full-back get the cross in the box and deal with the second ball. But hey, listen, these are just basic, basic errors which can be avoided if you know how to play football. Anyway. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. No, you're right. You're right. You know, I mean, of course you'll I'm see right. With the highlight, you'll see with the highlight, it's just cross after cross after cross. So here we go. We've got Nicky English. Get a, get a nice goal here. Bam. Yep. Nice, nice. It's not, no it's goals not, it's for not... Farage this weekend. No. My dream team is it's hurting me. Yeah, same here. <laughs> same here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, free kick. It's not, it's not a Ben. But it's it's good yeah. enough, you know. He gets the goal. Yes. Uh, celebration was a bit over the top, but you know, fine. Um, and yeah, the, they they kept they kept you know I kept kept attacking the goal. They kept having shots, kept getting crosses in, and then out of nowhere, Gamnodisa have one shot. Piric balls is balls is it up, uh, and Juris is able to. I, I mean, it's a fairly simple. Finish for him, but it decides to absolutely, absolutely it. Like he probably <laughs> wanted that goal, didn't he? The the ball hit the back of the net, but then it hit the advertising board. It made this like clacking noise. I was like, that's yeah. brilliant! Oh yeah. my god, that's so satisfying, so yeah. satisfying. So you can safely say that the you know Pirich parried the ball. The ball was really hot, kind of like piri piri chicken, like really hot. Yeah. <laughs> nice. What do you make of this uh, this goal from Nikolic then? Because um, he was just trying to stop the ball from being cleared, and it kind of deflected off his foot and went yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, that's what I had in his, that's what I had in my notes. Like, it didn't know much about it. He was just trying to block the clearance, wasn't he? And then he was going for a throw. Yeah, he was going out for a throw, and he's just <laughs> and he had the audacity yeah. to celebrate as well. The cheek of it. <laughs> well, isn't it debut goal? I mean, I'd be. I, Anyway, they go in. Shame on you, isn't it? Shame on you, mate. <laughs> uh, but you know, so somebody with his caliber, he he, he should have just uh, he should have just apologized <laughs> and gone back to yeah. the center circle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there you go. One game, one goal. So he's he's carrying on with his uh, with his goal scoring form that he's had with other teams. Um, Ayek went up two one, and then uh, Gamiodisar kind of. Started to work again, trying to get back into the, trying to get back into the game, uh, and then defensive frailties again. You know, first first person to meet the ball, I want it once it comes off the post. You know, it's the only, it's the only one who, who's actually paying attention. Like everybody else just sits there and watches the ball as it bounces. Perapon's yeah. uh, fairly fairly straightforward finish. Um, but yeah, there's uh, not good save from Pirich at the end. Yeah, so yeah, he decided to decided to help the cause out for once. But yeah, um, Pirich could it didn't have it didn't have a great game, but you know you, you get don't have the great game against Cardiff side. You you want to have your good games, you know, in Europe and <laughs> against yeah. your Arboels and your. Uh, and them lot, and Gamma said you can maybe mess around a little bit because you know a team like Ike 
have got the forward line that will probably get you out of the pickle, like they did. Yep. Like they did. Um, but yeah. They, I mean, they say I, don't. They say don't use up too much of your luck, though. And I think those two, two of those goals at least were very fortuitous, as far as I'm were. concerned. But sometimes they, you they can were. say, when you're getting that luck, maybe that's a sign for you to go on to to win the title. I'm not saying that they are going to go on to win the title because it, I still think it's it's too early. They're clearly in with a shout. But when you're getting goals like that and with Romo leaving, they've got a striker who's just come in and it gets a goal on his debut just by charging the ball down. I mean, you know, Lady Luck is on your side, mate. Yeah, but I mean, with with that Nikolic goal, there's mm. other strikers that wouldn't have charged, that, uh, charged the ball down. They would just let the defender clear it. Are you suggesting you make your own luck? <laughs> well. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, Possibly. The, 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 he's, he, the strike is he, very experienced. I've already, I spoke about it last week, the amount of goals he scored at the places he scored them as well. So mm. he's um, he's a very experienced player. So yeah. he's, got it, he's got it in his head. I'm going to charge this ball down. And then whatever happens, happens. It goes in. Great. I got a goal. Yeah. Uh, so we, we mentioned Sovroni leaving Gadmi Odessa and uh, they've got a new head coach, but they also have a, a, a sporting director, Kertzakov. Is that right? No, yeah, right. No? Okay, so here it is, right? So Dobrasinovich, Dobrasinovich, that's right, head coach. As, yeah. as, so they, they, they announced that he took training yesterday. Right. But they announced him as assistant head coach. Oh. Because... The guy whose na- surname I keep forgetting, I can't, I can't remember how to pronounce. He's the head coach. Who, Kertzakov? Kertzakov is the head coach. Right, okay. He's just been, yeah, he got, I don't, they, uh, they announced him with like a weird thing on Twitter. It's like a, <laughs> yeah, it was like a kid watching a TV screen. And he was just showing highlights of him scoring goals. Uh, and then bits and pieces of other stuff. Uh, and then at the end of it, it just got him, like, today going, Hello, I am ready. <laughs> like, I don't know I, I don't know what this, this signing announcement thing is of, like, the player going, like, I am ready. Like, I don't know. Great. If if you're should, if you're if you're not ready, fuck off. You know. <laughs> should, should, should I tell you what impressed me most about the, the the recent unveiling? The fact that they got a tangerine uh, Land Rover, right? And they got the balloons. Have you seen this one? Are, no, are you ready? I've seen this one. Look at that! Oh my god! No, I did not see. Yes. That. <laughs> Come on right. now. Come on now. The balloons. The car. I mean, there's oh a guy. God. Is he holding a cake? The guy on the left. I don't know. There's a there's a, a passerby in an orange jacket that clearly yeah, doesn't know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is a cake. That is a cake. That's a doofus. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. And you, uh, you know that, that that woman that's walking past doesn't know what's going on. She's going like, "What the hell are our boys doing here?" <laughs> well, she's wearing an orange jacket, so yeah, massive coincidence. But if yeah. I'm not mistaken, if you look across the road, not Sabianco uh, properties to the left-hand side, you know that building with the glass, obviously with the glass windows at the top, right? 
I, mm. I swear they sell Russian mink clothing. You know, the, the, the animals that you, you know, the animals that killed that real legitimate fur. I'm sure that they sell the fur in that shop. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I, I recognize that place somewhere. It looks like Banobol and Midia, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, it will be. Well, maybe, I don't know. Banogado, it doesn't matter. Up or down, left and right. <laughs> but listen, we've got Northampton, we've got East Ham, West Ham, <laughs> Southampton. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I know. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. That, uh, so, I, I kind of, uh, they gone back to Dynamo Polemiska now. They, they obviously tried the Cypriot coach. locomotive, locomotive yeah. Polemiska. Oh. Right. <laughs> no, God, locomotive. Sorry, not Dynamo. Locomotive Polemiska. All right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Railway. So let's move on to our next game, my friend. And yep. the Paralimnit says they will be very happy with their team. Maybe we, they've got hooters in, in Paralimni now, uh, you know, thanks to the Omonia fans and their wonderful <laughs> sign for promoting females on Paralimni because they beat Olympiagos 2-1 after coming from a goal down. Esselink gave Olympiagos the lead, but here's a tongue twister. Vuksevic and my guy Vucenovic with the goals to win it for Sachas men. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, this game's going to happen two more times this season. Yes. Um, yeah, and whoever doesn't get the results from these kinds of games is they're the ones going to that going to go down. So yeah. Olympiacos losing this game is going to is not going to do it's not going to do them well for the rest of the season. Uh, you know, this is if if you if you don't win, don't lose. You know. Um, there's there's a, there's a few chances that I mean I mean Baralimni deserve the win. You, you know you see them they're, they're attacking constantly attacking. You see Olympiagos take a couple of shots. Uh, I mean the first one there and Esselink scores with the header fairly. Again free kick routines are not they're not that complicated in Cyprus. Um, you know, reasons why simple simple is best sometimes. Uh, you just need somebody who's good at headering the ball like Esseling is. Uh, yeah. He got the goal. Um, but yeah, kind of when, when we'll get around to it, but they, they, yeah, that equaliser, uh, Mal is going to be very disappointed with himself, I think. Um, kind of just stands there, just watches the ball kind of trickle past his legs. It's not... Not a good look, and maybe you could argue, you know, he, he, he sees it late, but um, not great. Um, another note as well as, as I made, another note I made, made uh, is that Sachas keeps persisting with Rusha up front. All right, there you go. There's there's there, there's the equalizer. So you yeah. you, you see the kind of like I don't know I don't know what I don't know what Mal is reacting about there. This is he should be getting down. He should be getting down to that. Should be stopping that shot. Uh, yeah. You know if I if 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 I'd seen this like I'd seen the goal he let in against Nasalamina, I would have been laughing again. <laughs> like if I if but um yeah it's. It's it's really disappointed to see from his end. Like I, I tried to. I think I think what it is 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 that the centre back instead of heading it away from goal, he's kind of headed it back back into danger, and yeah. uh, Vuksovic has had the the time to run onto the ball, bring it down, and shoot. And okay, I, I you know George should have made a, a better effort in all fairness, yeah. but 
I, I don't know. I'm, I'm with the goalkeepers union here because defensively they, they were no, all that over was, the place. And, yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, no, no, I know. I agree with you on that, but yeah, it's you know, Olympiagos again. We were talking about making your own luck. They're not. They're not. They're not. That's it. You know, they've got. They've got the the most. They've got the equal most draws in the league with Aris. And you know, I you turn any you, you turn two of those seven draws into a win, and you're sitting above Baralimi, and you're and you're feeling a lot better about yourself. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the thing is that they're needing half chances. They don't have a predator in the box, and um, okay, they they seem to be very threatening from set plays, which okay is a good weapon to have. But again, it. A lot of the time, when you've got players who are good on the ball in and well around the penalty area, you need someone inside that, that can finish off the chances. And when you look at the balls in the box that they play, there's there's no one in there. Um, it's it's it's, uh, it's tragic in all fairness the way that they can see yeah. goals. But even this winner from uh, Vucenovic, I mean, it's a great header. Don't get me wrong, yeah. it was Van Persie's yeah. header for, uh, for the Netherlands, and obviously my guy's fuming because he didn't want to be on the bench. Yeah, but again, like, you've got to prevent those crosses, and you've got to deal with those balls in the box. It's 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 not um it's not rocket science. And look, if you look at the bottom, there's a guy, one of the subs. He's standing there. In fact, it was from the. In fact, I didn't say this. It was for the first goal. One of the subs who was standing on the on the touchline was watching his Baralimi play. He kind of like shrugged his shoulders when the ball went in the boxes to say, "What's going on here?" But then they scored, and he started celebrating like a madman. Um. But again, this is a goal that should have been prevented. It's, it's, um, and I'm sure that the head coach will be very, very pissed off with the way that they they conceded the winner. It's, it's unacceptable yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm concerned. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <sighs> defensive solid. You know, they, they need to be defensively solid. If you're not going to score goals, then you at least need to stop them from going in. And they're not yeah. doing that. They're shipping them. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, if you're not scoring and you're conceding. It's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? Yeah. You just sink like a yeah. stone. And, you yeah. know, when you've got teams like Agritas that maybe aren't getting the results that they need but are performing, and you've got Baralimni as well who are the same, uh, and you've got... Uh, you, then you're just stuck with Olympiagos and Doxa. Yeah. And Doxa have got the players to not be in the situation there. The Olympiagos. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. And so, Sadiq hasn't been scoring for Doxa, and I think it's time that he starts getting on the score sheet. And when he does, yeah. I think they'll be they'll be uh, they'll be pretty safe. But yeah, let's move on to the final game and a game where a defender, centre back, becomes or well, goes from hero to villain. Aris beats Doxa by two goals to one. Karamanolis got on the score sheet for Doxa after Aris absolutely peppered them for the first eight minutes. And then Gogorin equalised from a <clears throat> penalty <clears throat> <laughs> uh, and won the game through Garamaloni's own goal. Um, yep. Mate, mate. <laughs> if I speak, I'll be in big, big trouble. I know. Big, man. big trouble. I, I don't. Wow. Like, uh, it's getting it right. Aris deserved to win the game. 
they attacked they attacked they attacked they didn't they didn't they didn't really let off they kept having the chances you know sometimes sometimes it was like some some bad misses where you'd expect you know a better better finish sometimes you know obviously goalkeeper buzzing from one save to the other gets his confidence up starts performing even better as it goes on and on and on uh makes things a bit more difficult um but yeah dogs have barely had any chances and they're going to get this set piece and again defenders not reacting to the ball coming back out so Garamanolis, and like, is it? I think he has two. It's him who actually takes the first shot, and that hits the post. And then he gets the second bite of the cherry, uh, and you just see uh, all the Adidas players are just stood around, like static, like actual statues, like they don't move. The only the only one that moves is Garamanolis to get uh, to, to to go meet the ball again. It's a FIFA glitch goal, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a FIFA glitch goal. <laughs> I mean, oh, mate. It's, uh, it's yeah, but anyway, <laughs> as, anyway. As, with, as, as with every every game that um, Addis play, you know, keep attacking, keep attacking, keep peppering that goal with shots, keep getting chances, left, right, centre. Shoot, pass, try, try to do something. Uh, Shish, what's his, what's uh, Doxara keeper's name? Shishkovsky. Shishkovsky. Um, you know, he turned up for a game for once. Uh, seemed very, uh, seemed very up for the game. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I seem to have this thing where they, they, they need a lot of chances. They don't seem to. Score score as many as they should with the, the amount of chances that they have. Now, this this is not a penalty. I don't care. I don't care who you are, what you're doing, what your job is, what your eyesight's like. That's not a penalty, right? And the thing is, right? This is this is this is I, I'm getting I'm getting the bloody Twitter out now, I'm getting the bloody Twitter out now because I uh, uh, I I lost it with this this bloody thing. Like it's not it's not a penalty. Uh, and then um, the VAR kind of the VAR checks came out last night, and. You know, uh, the they, they they decide to publish the the check in English as well, uh, but the, the English is really bad, crappy English. And yeah, they they kind of reviewed it and then they said that the consideration for VAR intervention is the player takes a risk to put his arm in the position to be penalised if the hand being hit by the ball. Ignore the ignore the grammar for now. Um, Hand slash arm in unnatural position, and ball clearly hits the hand. Now I did clearly, I, yeah, clearly. ball clearly hits the hand. Re no, 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 no. See, this this is getting stupid now. This this is no, getting so, stupid because. Sorry, go on, Karen. So, so they used that exact same 
uh, consideration for VAR intervention for the one that I did uh, match day before. You know, where the, where the player just basically punches the ball as the delivery comes in. Well, look, I, I don't. I don't mean to sound like a. I don't mean to sound like a, a crybaby, but I seem to remember Ormonia against Buffalo the other week. You know, the ball struck the guy's arm. It was out. It was open. Now that was more of a penalty than than the Addis one. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I even watching that penalty decision. I've watched it probably about twelve times, including the, these ones that we're seeing now. And I still can't see where the ball actually did it hit his knuckle. Did it? Where was I, the, the contact? I don't know. All right, I I got to the point. Right, so so if you go, if if you go to uh, this the, the Cypress FA website whenever they bring these or whenever they bring this stuff up, they actually have a link to a YouTube video that shows why they did the decision that they or why they took the decision that they took. And he plays it over and over and over and over again. And ball clearly hits the hand, keeps playing in my mind. And then when you look at it, it's and you're like it, it it's like it's it it doesn't hit his hand. No. It clearly doesn't hit his hand, and they gave the no. penalty anyway. No. Now, this is what I was gonna bring up uh, as well. About uh, referees being uh, uh, being not uh, uh, a bit, bit getting told off. Uh, basically, yes. someone in the Doxa uh, uh, camp is probably going to get fined quite a <laughs> bit um, because uh, they came out and said after uh, it came out and said after the game. Zisti lemeson me mianko bel lambo ascolite metri dietisia ke voi sai ya te dati forandonari. So, oh my goodness. The, the, the guy from Noxa came out and said, so the translation is, he lives in Limassol with a girl who deals with refereeing and he's helping Aris for the fourth time. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you know what? I, I, I tell you what, regardless of whether he is spot on with that statement, to have the balls to say that. I, I, I tell you what, I if, his pockets, you, if his pockets are going to have to be as big as his balls, the fine he's going to Wow. It's. Wow. But, but I mean, look how pissed off we are, and we've got nothing to do with Oxfam. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. It's. Can you imagine if something like that was said in the Premier League or La Liga? If, if, if a representative from a club came out to. You would have lawyers, solicitors knocking at your door. You would have TV coverage, you, uh, mate, mate. That is, but again, like it's ballsy that like, to say something like that. Mm. It's not just that as well, right? The 
the Cyprus FA dug into this as well. So not only were they did they come out and be like, nope, everything's fine. That's how it was supposed to be. They what they what they do as well. So they not only talk about the decisions that VAR made. They also talk into the uh, um, the, the, the kind of the opinion of the usage of VAR and whether it's done a good job or not. And yeah, so uh, uh, basically it, they say whether there's been any mistakes that have been made. VAR has been absolutely perfect. No problem. <laughs> uh, well, look, the, the technology is fine. It's just the, the people using it. Would you, would you give a chainsaw to a five-year-old? I mean, that's an analogy that you can use time and time again. I mean, you're it's, right. You're right. It's, it's varsical. Hey. Oh, God. You can tell yeah. I've used that on numerous occasions. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. It's just, just the decisions this match day over a plethora of games has been absolute not a but not a butters, I think. Mm. Uh, it's a Yep. It's like they're not even like there's those of more those of more conspiracy conspiracy blah blah blah. That, listen, it's, I know the I, words. I, I, I know yeah. Words. Those who believe in conspiracies a bit more might say that all this is on purpose. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. I think we can safely agree that there's more carnage in the Parathima than there is at a supermarket that's selling an energy drink. <laughs> nice. Tying it back. Well, yeah. I can tell you're a professional. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> right. So let's, uh, let's wrap it up with the league table. Um, makes grim reading for some, but good reading for others. So, Ayak Lamnaga, top of the league on 53 points, four points clear of Aboel. Then you have Buffer in third on 45 points. Aris still in fourth, not troubling anyone really. 10 points off top place. Salamina move up to fifth following their big win at, Abo, at uh, Buffalo, sorry. Then you have Omonia slipping down to sixth. New head coach, Avusti, takes charge against Addis on Friday. Abolon in seventh in Group B for the 35 points, though. Level points with Omonia. Then you got Ael in eighth place on 31. Anorthosi, ninth on 26 points. Be interesting to see their next few games, how they get on, because I don't think top six is out of their reach. I, I still have a funny feeling they may, they may sneak in. Uh, Garmiodisa, 10th on 23 points. Paralimni, 11th on 17. They have Doxa, Olympiagos and Agrida. Only two points between 14th, 12th and 13th. My friend, this is um, quite an interesting campaign. I, I must admit, uh, since we started doing this pod, um, I've really taken my eye off, eye off separate football and looking at the league table, I know people can shit on this league, but as far as um, title charges, relegation charges, European spots, it's undoubtedly probably 
the the most one of, if not the most competitive league in Europe at the moment. Uh, it's it, it's definitely up there. Um, you know, Ajax are kind of unstoppable at the moment. They've got, but they've got European games coming up over the next couple of weeks, which might play on uh, play on minds. You know, might be ultra might look to rest a few players during the league matches to try and get to the next stage in Europe. Dinipro, uh, all, all respect to Dinipro, I could probably looking at that and thinking they can uh, they, they, they could probably get a result like they did uh, in pre-season. Um, I, I mean, a lot of people have said Dinipro, Dinipro right now is not the same club that was there uh, in the summer. And, you know, obviously they're right to. But you can say the same thing about Ayek as well. Like uh, September, the Ayek of August, September, October is a completely different animal to the Ayek right now. Because uh, originally Ayek were, uh, were, they weren't doing great at the beginning of the season. And then obviously they went on this big run and they're still on this big run. I think, uh, what was it now, 15 games that they haven't lost? Something, something like that. Yeah, something, something like that. Is, so, yeah. you know, Since and, October, I think, even before yeah, that. And, and Bath, obviously, they had that big run at the beginning of the season. All right, it's slipping away from them a little bit now, but you'd think that, you know, now that Bruno's had a few more training sessions, maybe getting to know the players a bit more, you'd see him kind of pick up a little bit. You you should, in theory, see Bath conceding less as well now that, obviously, they've got this Kuricic. Kerchich in goal, yep. uh, and and Arboel have got, uh, you know, they've improved their strike force, which they needed to. They're, they're attacking third. They've got Ben. They've got Makeda. They've got uh, so so you know, all three of those teams have improved their their squads quite mm-hmm. well, I think, o- over the winter break. And then obviously you've got Aris. They're only two points behind Baffle. So there's still, yes. there's still. If there's only going to be three European places, uh, because say somebody like Anorthosi or somebody wins the cup, there's only going to be three European places. Then uh, Aris are still in uh, with a chance to get that third place. Yep. And then obviously you've got the three or four teams that are fighting for those two places to be in the top six. Uh, there's only four games left. Anything could happen. You're or saying three, three, could... three far ball on. Yeah. Because they're not going to play the Isle game, are they? I know, but, but it's, everybody's still got four games left. Have they? Yeah. Are you sure? If Yeah, if you look at the league, it would be... It's, yeah, it's 26 games, right? Yeah, it's 26 games, but if you... They, they haven't included the Abolon Isle game, which was cancelled. Yeah. But they've got 21 games. Everybody else has got 22. 22. So everybody's got four games left. Um, now, there's only 12 points to play for. And obviously, you're nine points behind. I think it's a bit late. You think you think it, they're probably sneaking? I'll tell you what, if they do, they, they, they've saved us. I think they've saved a season. <laughs> you know, if they managed to get top six from where they were, you know, like two months ago. Fantastic job. Well, there, well, it's, it's nine points, isn't it? Yeah, it's nine, nine points. points. There's twelve to play for. <clears throat> but it's a nine. It's not mathematically count. impossible. I know people no. can say it's unlikely, and I'm on drugs, but 
I, nothing surprises me with this league. It doesn't. Nothing surprises me. It wouldn't surprise me if Omonia lost every game between now and the end of the season. It, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if Abonlon lost every game from now to the end of the season. It, it wouldn't surprise me, bro. Honestly, yeah. it, it, it wouldn't. It, well, it wouldn't. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll look out for the VAR decisions for our North Plus over the next three, four games. See see, see if see if, if there are any more conspiracies to look into. Well, have you seen who they've got next? They've got uh, Salamina. Mm -hmm. They've got Bafo and Ael. Oh, and Aris. Now, okay, people are going to say, oh, Bafo and Aris, but Look, if if you're if you win your first, your next two games, if they sorry, if they beat Salamina, then they need to play Bafo. So beating Salamina isn't unlikely. We know Salamina a good team. If they beat them after thrashing Romonia, the confidence is going to be up. And we've spoken about Bafo's defensive issues and the amount of goals that Mraz can get now. He's he scored a hatchet the other day. I I, I don't know. I, I'm I don't want to put my hat on it because I like my hat. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's because I told Jason Punching that they can turn it around. You know. Maybe it's because I told him and he said we'll see. Let's see. You know, we'll give it. A, well, we'll give it a shot. Well, it's four cup finals, isn't it? Yeah, four cup 100%. finals. And they got Olympia goes in the cup as well. well the season well, might not be a complete disaster for them, man. No, no. That's that's what I'm saying. If they get top six, they've had a great, a great second half of the season. If they yeah. get top six. All right, there you go. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, thank you for jumping on. And, no, thank um, you. The next pod, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it next week because I'll be in the motherland. Um, oh. I'm, I'm going to try not to take my, my laptop with me because I, I just need to get away from, from doing stuff. But I'm sure we can do like a double episode or treble one if you're not available the following week. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't worry. I'm, I'll be here. Okay, fair enough. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be here. I'll be here waiting. I've, I've got nothing better to do. Excellent. That's all I like to hear. <laughs> He's at Casa Rosa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to go have a nap after this. You go for it, mate. You go for it. So that's it, boys and girls, and whatever you identify yourself as. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. So until next time, this is my part.